Megan Meller, who is uh, uh, with uh, infectious disease. I don't know. It. I always seem. Oh, by the way, Megan. Good morning. Happy New Year. I don't want to. <laughs> talk about you and good morning and happy new year you shouldn't talk about her she's even yeah well but well you work in infectious disease does that scare people so, people raise their eyebrows and say you do what they do so like being in like so it's more like infection prevention but it's still that realm and i think more often than not it's like aren't you a germaphobe and i'm like no not really <laughs> you, you <laughs> probably should be after all this work uh, in, yeah, I should in be, but no. So talk with me about this uh, article that uh, uh, we've seen, flu cases mysteriously disappearing across the country. Uh, and so I wonder, is uh, what's going on? I, I, I wonder, of course, the cynic in me wonders, eh, which set of numbers is wrong? The flu, the COVID numbers, are we being lied to or schmoozed by... Uh, by uh, CDC and so forth. What's up with the regular flu? Where is it? Yeah, so we can measure flu activity two different ways, and that's what the state does. So they measure it by the number of positive cases. So you come in, you get a test, it comes back positive. And then you can measure it by the symptoms. And so there's a lot of science going on behind the scenes. But if you have any flu-like symptoms, essentially, but you don't get a flu test, that still gets kind of that data gets sent to the state so they can kind of analyze what activity is going on. Unfortunately, flu symptoms are pretty similar to COVID symptoms. And so that last statistic hasn't been too helpful, but we haven't seen the, the number of actually confirmed cases. So the number of people with positive tests, we haven't seen that to the same degree that we have in the past years around this time. Cause we usually expect flu to start really rising in January and February and, you know, given everything that's been going on with COVID-19, so this, like the masking, you know, the social distancing, um, there's been some research out there to suggest that those actions are actually responsible for keeping flu at bay because we're seeing it happen in other countries where they, where they have earlier flu seasons and they weren't seeing that same, that same degree of flu activity that they would typically see in, in any average year. I'm curious, when the CDC comes out with a study, uh, depending on what the study is about, uh, news media across the country pick up that story and run with it. Uh, but sometimes the CDC comes up with a, a follow-up study or a follow-up information that may be contrary to the first report, and news media doesn't talk about that uh, as much. Uh, they're happy to talk about death and dismemberment, uh, but not so much the CDC study, uh, for instance, that showed that many of the people who died with the coronavirus did not die because of the coronavirus. Uh, complications of that word doesn't fit in, into uh, all of the numbers. Uh, so people who died that uh, they also had uh, COVID-19 died of poisonings or shootings or uh, died in hospice because they're really old. Uh, does it bother you that these gigantic numbers aren't actual uh, accurate? You know, data, like, it's always very nuanced. And so I'd rather err on the side of caution because if you have COVID, like, you, like, like when you die, like, it's still, it's still a statistic. You know, and we talk a lot about in, ho in hospital, like, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? You know, was it 
you know, was it COVID that killed somebody or was it the heart attack that killed somebody or did the COVID cause the heart attack? And, you know, it's so nuanced that it's always better to err on the side of caution. I mean, ultimately they, someone did die because of COVID. It's like, did you, you were in a car accident, but did you die because you weren't wearing your seatbelt or like, you know, it kind of gets into more nuance, but like, rest assured that the data, like it, there, the data that we're seeing out there is accurate in the sense that that individual did did have COVID-19 when they passed away. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, fingers crossed that, uh, that the, the CDC reports, all of the reports that they come out with are uh, read and disseminated amongst more than just you and me and uh, other medical experts. So uh, we're going to run out of time here in just a second. Your take on the regular flu season, uh, for us, Western Wisconsin, the state of Wisconsin, are we going to be uh, in pretty good shape this year? At the moment, yes, but I still encourage everyone to go get their flu shot. Like every year, it's not too late, and yep. the flu shot will, like even if you do end up getting a flu, that, that flu shot is really key in getting, in getting you back on your feet a lot faster than without it. Megan Miller, thank you very much for talking with us this morning. It is always a pleasure. I always learn something. And uh, I hope uh, everybody that's uh, listening this morning is doing the same.